Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hi, Tara. Jill, I'm so excited. It's going to be like 60 today. We deserve it. I know. I uh, am wearing a bright mint green sweatshirt right now, (laughs) which is actually my daughter's, but it's the best sweatshirt. You know when you just find those clothes that are like, they're just like the best fit for what they are. So like for me, a sweatshirt needs to be soft, but not too soft. So it's like floppy. And it has to be like big enough. Like it just, I need like, it needs to be big enough. You can roll up the sleeves. Um, do you ever find that with clothes? It just, they, there's like certain things of a particular genre that you have to have like the exact right fit. Yes. I mean, absolutely. I think that what I, I really like this texture of things. So like a sweatshirt, I actually like when it's really soft. And, you know, Aviator Nation, they have the softest pants, like sweatpants. I mean, I can't wait to put mine on when I come home at night. They do. And Lord knows you pay for them. <laughs> again and again. But my kids, all the thing is my kids and I share clothes now. So it's a win-win for everybody because then I think, oh, if I'm going to buy that, all three of us will wear it. Yeah. When it's cool. appropriate for me. I'm not going to dress like I'm 15, but you know what I mean. Yeah. In the house, I could wear it. So I recently bought, um, and I'm currently sporting the Spanx, like fake leather leggings that are all over the internet. They are good. <laughs> I can't even tell you, like the hype is real. It is, they are so comfortable. It takes about four hours to pull them on, but, <laughs> but once you get them up, <laughs> They are so comfortable and they suck you in, but not to the point of not being able to breathe. Um, And they look great, like on everybody, I think. They're just really flattering. It's real. I love them. They're amazing and they look good with everything. And it's funny you say that. I had a client recently reach out to me. She had an event and um, socially distanced and she needed to wear an undergarment, Spanx undergarment. And she's like, I need to be able to breathe. And so, you know, we really had to work through finding her the right thing because the worst thing is, is you have this gorgeous dress. You're at an incredible event and you can't breathe. It, right. You're like, oh my God, am I going to pass out? I know it's so uncomfortable, and then you eat like a bite of food and forget about it. You know, go to the bathroom and take them off. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to talk today about collaborations in fashion and business, and um, you know, Tara and I are going to discuss a few different thoughts on this. And I think you know, from my perspective, first, if you pick the right partners, it's a great way to expand everyone's audience. If you, and then if you. Um, also, it, it allows you to meet people in different spaces from yours, which is always helpful, even if a collaboration doesn't actually happen. And it's also a great way to spice up your business and just create something different and more interesting, even if it's temporary. It's just a way to kind of add a little spice, something a little different to your business. So some things to think about for successful collaborations you know, I find, and I want to hear what Tara thinks about this too, um, both sides need to benefit. So probably needless to say, 
you want to make sure that you are collaborating with someone where either you have, you know, pretty equal audiences, or if one has a much larger audience than the other, that you get creative about ways to balance out the benefits. So it might be if it's like a marketing promotion, it might be that the larger audience collaborator markets to a portion of their list. Um, and the smaller audience collaborator markets to their whole list, or it might be a frequency of, of marketing. You know, there are lots of different ways to kind of balance out the benefits. How have you found the sort of balance of benefits in your business, Tara? Well, I think, you know, for me, it's interesting. You know, there's a lot in terms of influencer, if you will, that term drives me crazy, but it's true. Um, you know, how many people are interacting, how many followers, how many likes, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think you, when you start out, you have to be a little bit more flexible in terms of, I did a lot for, you know, product at first, but it had to be product that I aligned with. Um, and as you grow, I think you can really hire your expectations and your price point. Um, but you really want to work with people who are aligned with your your um, style or what you're putting out. And I think a really good way for me to gauge um, Jill is to see what brands are reaching out to me. To And then I feel like, okay, I'm really targeting my audience because this brand wants to work with me and that is my target audience. And so right. it's really important to focus on that. But I also reach out to things to, like you said, to expand your horizons a little I do you know sometimes I do like reach out to beauty or something different because it it all it's a lifestyle right so you really want to go after partners who sell maybe different products to the same customer not the same actual customer but a different set of customers but it's the same profile of customer so I like the way sometimes you will have as you mentioned like a beauty collaborator on, you might have skincare collaborators on, you might even have like a, a travel or some or another, another type of focus, but they're all talking to the same customer. The hope is that their customers are different, are a different group than your customers and that you'll both gain from it. Right. And I think that a lot of times some of these uh, companies or brands get lost in the fact that they want to work with a younger demographic who has a very large audience but I always say to them is that going to translate into sales because with me my audience I know my target audience they actually do have the means to buy because we're older and so think about what you want to do think about how that wants to translate do you just want everybody to see that bag or do you want every people to actually buy that bag right so engagement it sounds like is really important um, and then I think that the, the third and last point I will make about partnerships is I always, I found, um, from getting burned in the past that you want to make sure upfront that all the partners, whether it's one or many are committed to like a full implementation of the partnership. So if you decide that, you know, for this partnership, I'm going to post here, you're going to post there, I'm going to market here, you're going to market there, that everybody is fully on board with that. Everyone understands the timing, everyone understands the assets required, who's making what, who's sending what to whom, where are the lists getting shared, like everyone needs to understand the full extent of the partnership and be totally committed to following through on every step of it to get the maximum benefit. Otherwise, you know, it is a partnership. And so you don't want to leave your partner in the lurch 
Um, and that's a really important thing to make sure everyone's on board with at the beginning. I agree. And I think that a lot of times influencers or, uh, you know, stylists, uh, we get lost in the fact that maybe a brand is very large and they have a huge audience, but that doesn't make you less important or, or what you're doing because you should be, if you're a partner in a project, you're a partner. And so a lot of times these people will try to get away maybe with what they can because, you know, they don't maybe see the significance in you posting on social media or whatever, but remember that you are important and what you're doing takes your time and um, you should be getting paid or you should get the exposure that you are putting into it. And you know, Tara, one of my favorite partnerships is our partnership. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> just to end, to end this episode, I wanted to thank you for being such a great partner and also ask our audience to support Shorts by leaving us a review on iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Seated Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.